The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, the Vanguards are discussing the police shooting in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Was it justified or not? We will talk about it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get busy. Holiday, how you doing? Bless, brother. Bless. How's everything? Oh, man, I'm good. Miss Wadi, how you living over there? I'm good. Blessed. All right. All right, now. Hey, before we get into the show, I just want to, you know, let the listeners know uh, a little something. So, uh, Miss Wadi, I know <laughs> I heard on the news your, your boyfriend, Jesse Smollett, got a new new song out. Man, I Almost told him like not a, to like... put that out, man. <laughs> Yeah, listen. I, I I heard it's like a it's like a diss track. It's something it's something equivalent like Tupac's hit him up this track too. Man. It's, <laughs> so, it's so, you gotta be you better be shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> you better be him juicy. Oh, you better be kidding. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard he's going I heard he's going after Chicago and going after the people who didn't believe in him and and going after Don Lemon and everybody, I was like, "Uh oh, he got a he got a Tupac hit him up." Uh, uh, uh this track coming uh, come out. So, anybody got something new on the beat? Man, do I? Lately, man, lately it's been some basic. It's been basic days for me, so nothing too. Uh, I may got a pass. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that holiday. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That means you had a, a good week. That means you had a good week. Yeah, you know, I'm oh, the champion of 19 Pauls. Okay. He's a champion of 19 Pauls. But ladies and gentlemen, don't know what 19 Pauls is. It means you ain't had to do no type of work or whatever whatsoever. You just code that thing out, whatever job it is, you just code it out and keep moving. Yeah, I'm standing you on the side. Right, and I'm standing on the tongue buckle with the belt up in my arm, so I'm good. There you go. All right, Miss Waddy, got anything new on the beat? No, it's the same for me. It's been slow. It's been pretty good, so we ain't okay. had much going on. All right, well that's good. Uh, you know what? I got some new on my beat. Nice. And unfortunately, that do nothing with they do nothing with these fools out here. They do it myself. I know. I know you guys can hear it in my voice a little bit. Came down, look, got a little bit of a head cold. My, you know, my, my, you know, myself, I, I should know better. But one of the days it was nice out, so I had my, my short sleeve shirt, uh, uniform shirt on. It turned cold at nighttime, and I was outside at night doing something. I don't know what I was like doing. I was probably somewhere looking stupid. And the next day, next day I woke up, throat was a little itchy and hit a little head cold. I was like, oh man, it didn't take long, did it? So, so yeah, that's what new on my beat. And I'm getting sick from, from from enjoying one of them days that was nice, and then it turned chilly later on. So, you go on yeah. medical? Oh no, 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 no! I still go to work. No, nah, no, nah, you know, just a little, you know, a little day quill, and you know, I keep moving. Yeah, you know, you know, guys, I really, I rarely take going to medical. I rarely, I've been on. 17 years, I only been on ILD maybe once, and that was maybe a couple weeks. And I really I, go on medical too. Like every yeah. time, if I did hit medical, probably I want to say three times since I've been at work, I'd be out on medical for like a day and I come back the next day. But this time, 
don't know what that was. I had to use all three days of medical. Oh, okay. Well, what what, what happened there, uh, Miss Waddy? I got a, a stomach flu, I want to say Saturday after I got off work. I was in bed from 8 a.m. to 9 that night, and I had to call off, and I was mad. I missed, I missed my cousin's baby shower that Saturday. Oh, man. So I was disappointed that. about that, yeah. I was disappointed about that. Yeah, get well you, stomach flu, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I hate to hear that. Man, you know, why are you always eating healthy? You, you didn't, did you, <laughs> what happened? Did you stop by Mickey D's or something, or what? Oh, got no nope. pride. <laughs> it be these houses we be going in, be these houses. Uh-oh. That's what I think. Because that was terrible. It felt I felt weak even trying to pick up my phone and call people. I was like, this is this weird. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow. So, so it was I... Okay. Sound like you sound like you 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 hundred percent? You good or yeah, I'm good now. Okay. Yeah, I'm good now. All right, that's good. I um, I'll see like I'm getting there. I'm about maybe about 75%. But oh, okay. So but my 75 is is better than a lot of a lot of people's hundred percent, so it's all right. I'm all right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get let's get into the show, man. Uh, Miss Wilder, we got any any notifications? Yeah, we got some notifications. So first, starting off, what we have is high-ranking pol- Chicago Police Supervisor Deputy Chief Frederick. Meline instructed officers to target possible non-residents for traffic stop in Chinatown. Deputy Chief Meline issued an order within emails that instructed other leaders, including Deputy Chief's Community Safety Team Supervisor and the Bureau of Patrol to conduct traffic missions. Here's what Deputy Chief wrote. Please ensure that cars is sent to Chinatown area and is proactive in being highly visible while maintaining their blue lights. Please have them concentrate not on the resistance, but on possible non-residents when conducting enforcement actions. Positive community interaction within the area would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Okay. I I don't see a problem with this. I can see how non-law enforcement personnel can have a, see a problem with this, but I don't see a problem with this being on the job. The problem the problem we have in Chinatown, well, in, in, in Asian people uh, in general, they're getting attacked. Yeah. And and I, I remember not too long ago, Ellie, a oh man, I want to say a 70 year old, a 71 year old, I believe, Asian man was shot and killed uh, last year mm-hmm. uh, by. Uh, yeah, by da- yeah, daylight. He, he shot, that man, shot that man like 22 times in broad mm-hmm. daylight. They caught that dude. The name of Alfonso, Alfonso Joyner. They caught him. Wow. He, get, he got charged with first degree murder, you know, and then just just recently. A uh, 61 year old was brutally beaten near uh, Chinatown when they carjacked. So I can see how, you know, when you're riding around in, in Chinatown, when you, you know, I wouldn't say targeting non Chinatown residents, but you, you got to have some type of uh, uh, high alert and, 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 and just, you know, have to monitor the situation where wait a minute okay and you know look at people's body language and what and what people are doing not too much profiling but just studying behavior it's kind of hard to explain it's kind of hard to explain this when when you try to tell people that's not on a job well we're not profiling but if this if this concert if this area is is, is asian Amer- americans and you get not Asian, too many. In the, yeah. yeah, you know, not Asian in, in this area. I mean, you can you can check you know check it out and keep a look at look out and make sure everything's good. But you know, you're not really targeting, but you're just keeping an eye out. You're just being just being aware because to me now you you hear all the time Asians are getting attacked left and right. I guess you just I guess I guess the deputy chief just want to you know just want to you know make sure that 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 area is 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 being being patrolled and people are knowing that the that they highly that the police is highly visible and right. you know you know people want to feel safe just like in other uh areas it can be south side or the west side north or east mm-hmm. side you know i i don't know what i mean what you guys think 
I agree with you 100%. Like, he never said, stop these type of people who look like they ain't residents. No. He said, we gonna basically keep a high visibility. Right. They're gonna patrol and basically, basically do their regular job that they do anywhere else. Because the guy who unfortunately died last year, that could be so many of them, of them that live in that community. And then once again, what are these same complaining civilians going to say? Well, what was the police at? Okay, here right. we are. Why are they there now? You know, like people don't, they don't right. know what they want. People really don't know what they want. But no, right. at this point, I'm not explaining to you to try to get you to see what you want. I'm doing Why my do you, job. Miss Wadi, I'm not going to do it. Right, Miss Wadi, you hit it right on the head. It's too many. It's, I think it's too much Yeah, trying to trying to explain to people and tell people, listen, this is our job. This is what we're going to do. If you don't like it, so what? This is what we're going to do. Exactly. Because I, I, it'll be like the same. It'll be the equivalent like you're in, uh, you know, all black neighborhood and you get, you know, stuff is you get like hate crime written on, yeah. on, on garage and stuff. So you're going to be busy. You're going to be, uh, uh, you're going to have a presence like, okay, if it's anybody other, other demographics in the, in the area, you keep an eye out because, you know, this place is getting tagged with hate crime, with hate graffiti. So it's like, you know, I don't know. It's not it's not rocket science. It's kind of simple, but you know, people sometimes people get in their feelings and feel like, well, you're targeting us oh, one type of group, and it's like, no, we're trying to target criminals. That's what we're trying yeah. to target. Hey, no, there's no there's no color in it because right. everybody, every nationality, every race, there's your there, you get pizza, you get you know POS. So it's like well, we're yeah. targeting criminals, not not the color. So I don't know, man. Holiday cat daddy, man. What you think, man? And it, it's sad because that's what this whole this well, that's what this whole world is based off race. That's just, that's the sad thing. That's what's sad about this. It's um uh, the police. It, you know, every neighborhood want to feel safe. It is what it is. That starts somewhere. Hey, something going on around my neighborhood. Shit, hell, I want blue lights too. Circling around is my little blue lights. Yeah, that's a little cute little blue lights, right? Yeah, drive around with the they drive around with little blue lights on. Hey, I don't care if it's just a, a parked car with a blue light with nobody in that motherfucker. Right. Put some light, show, show some. It's <laughs> 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 ain't nobody in there. <laughs> so <laughs> some, okay. so some shit. Yeah, man, man, okay. This messed up though, but that's that's the first thing. Yeah, about it. this race now is criminal. It's good. It's evil. The end. Yeah, you know, you know holiday. When you say that. Earlier this week, I was at Aldi, and since the time I walked in the store, it was this guy who happened to be black, because that's just what he was. He was walking around pacing, like he was by, not close by me, but he was just pacing back and forth, like walking in circles while looking at stuff on the shelf, being really weird. Mm -hmm. One saying nothing. One father, nobody. Watch that guy. Yeah, Exactly. So when we got to the register, he was in front of me. The lady who was in front of him was a black woman. She was serving. She was checked out. Okay, cool. He was next. The lady's ringing up his stuff, and he's pacing around, walking in a big circle while looking at the register. That looks really weird. It looks like he might be on some type of narcotics or something. But either either way, he's walking back and forth. So now she's telling him his, his price. He's, it's time for him to pay. He goes kind of like on the side of her and get pulls out his money. I'm like, why is he on the side of her when they got that, you know, now because they now they got that pixie glass, pixie glass, whatever it's called, yeah. and the divider between the cashier and the person. So I'm like, why did he just walk on the side of her? So, you right. know, he's still pacing back and forth. So she's turning, she's looking at everybody now. She gives this face, like, what is wrong with this dude? So I think she gets so she gets on the radio and whatever code she used, she called another sales associate, you know, for support, you know, just to make sure she's safe. So lady walks up, she's like, Hey, what's going on? She was like, You good, just if you could stay in here. And then a lady looked over and she was like, she just nodded her head, like, okay. So dude eventually check out and he paces back and forth and then he leaves. So then it was my turn, and I'm shaking my head. And when she checking me out, she was like, I'm so sorry for that. I said, it's okay. You, she was like, I said, you did good. But call it for support. 
She was like, yeah. yeah. Like she right. was like, right. she was like, I didn't want to seem like I was stereotyping him. What she say? Yeah, I didn't want to make it seem like I was stereotyping him or or profiling him, but you know, he was just acting weird. I right. said, and I stopped her. I said, let me tell you something. Don't say you didn't want to seem like you were stereotyping or profiling him. Because in that moment, you wasn't addressing his race. You was addressing his behavior. I mm, said, exactly. I right, said, right. I said, right. did you feel, I said, did you, you noticed I was lying, I was in line this whole time. At any point, did, did you feel uncomfortable with me? She said, no. I said, did you, did you feel uncomfortable with the black person that was in front of him before you got to him? She said, no. That had nothing to do with race. That had something to do with his behavior. Exactly yep. right. So, and, and that's exactly I, I right. Said, I said, don't let this media, this new age, new society wave of race bait and everything get to you. Don't let it overcome you. You're right. Because if something would have happened to you, everybody who race bait and stuff, they are not going to give their condolences to you. They're not going to care about who you are. Right. So no, don't, don't bend over backwards trying to prove you ain't ro- profiling somebody or stereotyping somebody when somebody came to you. Somebody came to your presence making you uncomfortable. Because you didn't have the same reaction with every other black person that was in line. So that had nothing to do with race. I said, don't uh, let the right. media, don't let the TV feel you, may guilt you into race bait and everything. It's well, sad. Yeah, it it's is. Sad. Yeah, it is sad mm-hmm. big time because, because that's what the media do. Media, and, and, yeah. and they, they, they invoke this fear in people by, by keeping up with, the, with racism. Right. Oh, they just want to scare people. They just want people to have fear. Oh, it's racism. People are racist and racism. Racist, racist as well as racist. There's people and racist, it's messed up you know? because then when yeah. you really are in trouble, you calling in like, dang, I can't even say he's black or he's Mexican or even he's white. I can't say that no more. Right. right. Because depending we, on what I look like, I'm gonna be racist regardless. If I right. say this dude just hit me on the head with a bat, I'm scared to even say that he's he was black and I'm white because I'm automatically right. being racist for saying this person who fit this description hit me in the head. They're going to be like, oh, oh, she's calling out that uh, because he's black. She's going to say he, so he's wrong because he's black. You know, like what? You know man. what I'm saying? They always say they want you to judge them by the content of their character, not listening to the fact that people are addressing the character. If That's you're what it car is. stacking me and they say, what did he look like? He was black. If he was black, if he was Mexican, right. if he was white. You know what right. I'm saying? But if that's his description, that's the freaking description. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, people can go to hell with all that, man. You know, people <laughs> <laughs> go to hell with all that. Yeah, hey, man, if I get jacked and do black, white, I'm calling him what he is. Or she. I don't know. <laughs> man, so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, real talk, man. Real talk. We got to get off, you know, some of these people got to, you know, get off of it. But, I mean, unfortunately, Unfortunately, there are people out here who just keep continue, just want to, you know, just want to, you know, play this race yeah. bait, and you know, the, the, you know, so, man, people, we're saying just do. Hey, listen, if you feel something in, in your spirit, something ain't right, then something ain't right. So you can be someplace. You need to be looking. All these mass shootings and killings all everywhere. You need to be looking around and see who's acting crazy. Mhm, man. So, hey, holiday. I remember. Hey, mom and dad always used to tell us, "Hey, if, if something don't look right, leave." Yep. And, and hey, war. We've been to a lot of spots, and thank God, nothing, nothing popped off. But man, well, we sure know who's looking. If something, oh no, this is something about to, something about to pop off. No, we gone. Cause we, mm-hmm. won't, we won't be caught. No type of crossfire. You can feel it, man. Yeah. Yeah, so people don't 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 turn that sense off. God gave you that sense for a reason. He gave it a Holy Spirit for a reason to 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 let you know hey, something ain't right. So hey, if you want to call a spade a spade, it's a spade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what 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 other type of notification we have? So the last notification we have is Lavelle Jordan, twenty seven years old, pleaded guilty to one count of attempt murder and five counts of aggravated okay. battery to a police officer. On July 2020, Jordan was arrested in connection with carjacking in downtown Chicago. Officers transported Jordan to a Northside Police District, at which time the offender Jordan somehow was able to move his cuffed, hand, cuffed hands from behind his back, grabbed his gun, and opened fire when officers opened the door. Offender Lavelle Jordan was sentenced to 31 years in prison. That's great. 
Good. Good. That's great. I should've think because should have gave him the chair. Honestly, but I think go ahead. Got, I believe he would have got more years if he would have been another state. I think Indiana would have really lit him up. Probably Texas, probably Florida. But I mean, 31 years is it's good. I would yeah. add an extra so, five, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 31 years is good. I can say yeah, I'm, I'm, was proud, a, he, I'm proud of Illinois for <laughs> uh, once doing something such as not okay. being soft on crime this time. Good job, but good job, uh, city of Chicago, I guess. He's 27 and got 31 years. Of course, he's might get all it might get early release, you know. So uh we'll see. He should have put a firing squad on and, and have been it, but that's that's me. Uh holiday, what you think, man? Man, you know, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that, man. Oh, and you got out of some cuffs too. Yeah, that's 10 more years. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm just glad. Man, it could have been real. It could have went. It it could have went real left, man. I'm glad none of our none of the uh, heroes, boys and girls in blue, get uh, 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 nobody lost their lives. Me too. You know, thank God for that, because it could have been, man. Yeah, I'm surprised he did. It could have been messed up. Yeah, yeah, that's hey. Hey. Come on now. Hey, hey, let's keep it real. What we talking about? I get out this damn. I get out this damn car, and I get some rounds at me. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> yeah. right, <laughs> you said you're gonna throw some hot ones back at him, huh? Boy, it's, it's gonna sting. He said it's gonna sting, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, well, anything else, Miss Waddy? Um just the uh, anonymous tips up to $5,000 for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions and up to $15,000 for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can call 833-408-0069 or you can email cpdtip.org. You know, use that, people. Use it. Use it. Mm-hmm. We need we need it. Like yeah. we're we, we going to keep preaching this every time we go on that show. That, that notification is not going anywhere. Because we want people to, the, it's time for the police and the community members to work together. We have the same common enemy. The common enemy is the criminal. And we want the criminal gone. We want them eradicated. We want them dead. That's what we want. Uh, if it sounds too strong, people, because I really despise criminals. That's that's our job, <laughs> you know. So so, but uh, people, man, we we can't sit around and just videotape everything with our cell phones let's let's call these people let's call let's call on these people let's get them locked up let's get them out of here let's get them uh behind bars you know and just to add just to add jules like you know people act like like dang y'all need the community like oh y'all don't really know how to do your job not realizing the cops are not God to where we're all seeing, all knowing. We know everybody's name, what everybody looks like, and where everybody's safe. You know what I'm saying? Right, true. So if we got video footage of, it was the community who helped, I want to say in 2020, this homicide that happened with two juveniles in the back of the alley outside of somebody's birthday celebration, which is down the street from a hospital, like on 80th and like Luella. It was a guy, another juvenile who um, he was upset about these two boys because they were simply in the gas station trying to make conversation with him. I think they asked him. right. They said, hey, how tall are you? And he gave them this look like, don't talk to me. So they kind of looked like, okay. So they walked out and left. And long and then he turned around to follow them and shot and killed them. And Right. He was caught on camera. They knew how to identify him because he had a limp as if um, either he had an injury or I don't know. He had one of them uh, disabilities where one leg is longer or shorter than the other. But he had this limp, this obvious limp. But it was the community who I guess somebody recognized him or something. And um, and the information was given to police, I believe. I'm not misquoting this. And they found them but that's the thing we don't you know people be like oh y'all never find nobody y'all never catch nobody but then to that 
people read what they want to read and they pay attention to what they want to pay attention to because and I know everybody may not be on Facebook which is fine but how much are you actually researching because just to use the example of Facebook CPD obviously has a page and they post every single day at least every hour when they've apprehended an offender so no that is incorrect that is a lie CPD catches a lot of their offenders but again when you emotionally, you you look for a confirmation bias, you know, you you say, well, we don't catch nobody. Well, y'all, tell me y'all don't speak up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the community members who do, but to act like we supposed to be all seeing, all knowing and find every single person. Do doctors and nurses save everybody who's fighting for their life? No. And is that right. is that something to say against doctors and nurses? No. Because you can only do so much. And God knows if it's their time, it is their time. So no, but that, that doesn't mean that the doctors and nurses are incompetent. You know, they're just, you're not going to, unfortunately, you're not going to save everybody. And unfortunately in this imperfect world we live in, we're not going to catch everybody. Some people going to get away. Some people going to get away for a short period of time. And some people may get caught, but that it does count when, you look on the news and you know who your son is or your nephew is, but you're not going to say nothing because that's still, oh, that's my baby. Like I said, I applaud the lady who turned in her son on the red line who I think beat up the uh, train conductor. She took him right down to the station and turned him in. That's a real mother. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, she, but it she, took she, the help of the she, community she, to do that. Yep. She was probably tired of them too. She was probably tired of them. Like, yes. you know, turn your ass in so I can get a peace of mind in this house. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, you're right. You're right, out. You're right, Miss Rodney. I mean, you know, it, it takes it takes all hand on deck to to do this. Yeah. Thing. If some if something happened in the neighborhood, we're not there. How are we supposed to know? We have to get the information, we have to gather information, video, evidence. Yeah. You know, witnesses to put everything together. You know, it, it's hard to put something together if you only have half the story. If I don't have whole, if we don't have whole, if we if we do not have the whole story, it, 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 it's going to get unfounded because it's like we, we don't have all the information. And how are we supposed to catch or do you know catch the, the perp or whatever if we don't have all the information? So it's it's just trust trust us, people. It's just if we work together, all we have to do is just work together, and this would be the communities would be so much better, It'd be so much better. And then crime is going to stop because. The bad guys gonna be like, hey, you know, if I do this, it's a good possibility somebody see me, record me, and I'm, you know, gonna get caught. So that's the whole idea, you know, to, you know, work together. Then what the, what CPD is doing is adding, okay, you know, add some cash to it to 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 help out, and you could do it anonymously. So that's, yeah. I wonder do we get? I wonder if we do something. Uh, if we if we if we, if we, if we, if we get some. Hey, Honda, you know where I'm going, right? Yeah, I started laughing at me. Boy, I wonder <laughs> if we find if we see something, instead of taking action, we'll just call anonymous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna try. Like, yeah, I, want, I want my, yeah, I want my fifteen thousand dollars too. Yeah, I'm gonna drive around and just scope, scope things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also I just want to say, just recently on the news, guys, uh, the subway shooter in New York, uh, sixty-two year old Frank uh, Frank James, who shot up. I think 10 people in the subway. Uh, he got caught by by uh, civilians. You know, civilians had, you know, tip, you know, end up helping out, tipping the uh the, the police department and the FBI yeah. and everybody, you know, everybody, yeah. everybody was able to work together, end up, you know, placing this dude, apprehending placing this dude in custody. So you see what happened. People see what happened when you work together, you get results, get yeah. things done, you know. Uh, I don't know what I don't know. Maybe I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> 17, you've been on 17 years. You don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know, to, to us, to us, I'll just say to us, I think it, I think it, you know, it works better when everybody start working together. Yeah. You get results that way. But all right, well. Hey, well, let's uh let's get to the to the main uh main event of the show. We talking about the the police shooting in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Man. So a couple of headlines I had saw. Video show one one headline was like video show Michigan police officer fatally shooting black man from behind. Okay, yeah, that's leading. Another, another uh 
<laughs> headline was cop kill black man while kneeling on him. I was like, man, you guys are reaching. Man. I was like, man, All you guys are reaching. Head. Listen, we're gonna play the we're gonna play the body cam footage. We're gonna play it so people can listen to it. And then we're gonna we're gonna wrap on it right quick. So let's 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 listen first and then we'll 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 get into it. We'll talk about it. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Get in the car. Dude, I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? Do you have a license? What? I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? What done? Do you have a driver's license? Do you speak English? Yes. Can I see your license? <laughs> what do you want? The plate doesn't belong in this car. Do you have a license or no? Do you have a driver's license? Yeah, Where is it at? It's in the car. Get it for me. What's that one? The plate does not belong in this car. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Put your hands right. Stop. 
Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because uh, it's um, there was some mixed feelings when this when this video came out. And that's why we're here to to, you know, to kind of shed a little light and give our opinion about what we think and maybe share some light where people can listen to this and and get an, an, a different perspective, different idea. Uh, Miss Wadi, what you what you think? Between justified and unjustified, I'm gonna honestly say I don't know because okay. at the end of the day, I've never, thank God, been in that situation that the officer was in. And I feel like we're taught even in the academy, sometimes you're gonna have to fight. And I believe he did. He did fight. He fought to keep his weapon, he fought to keep his taser. He had to struggle with the guy. And before we went on air, I said. Whenever somebody's going for your taser, somebody's trying to take your weapon. Like that, like uh, Holiday said, this is could have been another Rayshard Brooks situ- situation. The guy from the Atlanta Wendy's parking lot, right, with the right. DUI, and he took the taser and fired it. You know, no one cared about his actions. No one cared what he did wrong. They said, "Oh, he's black." Basically, should have got away with it. They should have got him home. Basically, anything that looks like accountability to him as a grown man for his actions. We're going to take that away and say it's the officer's responsibility to enable and pander to him and coddle him. So that could have been very well this situation. You know, when somebody's going for your taser, that's just like me being at the gas station and somebody wants to attack me or take something off me, my bag, my wallet. So we're getting into a struggle. And as we're struggling, I pull out my knife because you're bigger than me. But now you see I got a knife. Now you're going for my knife. It doesn't matter that you didn't punch me. It doesn't matter that you didn't kick me. It doesn't matter you didn't bite me, slap me. You didn't do none of that. When you are going for my weapon, I don't think you're going for it just to hold it up to me to play hypnotize with me with my knife. You're, right, you're not, I'm right, not going right. to put hopes until you try to just grab my knife and throw it. If somebody's going for your weapon and they're struggling with you, most likely they're going to try to use your weapon against you. So at one point he was an active resistor. Then he turned into a, to me to me he turned into an assailant. The moment you're going for my taser, uh-huh. just yeah, like Rayshard Brooks turned into an assailant. So I'm not going to play once again this race baiting game where all these articles talking about oh fatally shoots black man this and this and that and had his knee on him. Shut up, like. People love yeah. to race bait everything and they really just don't realize what you're saying. You're really saying that black people are incapable of being morally sound in their decision making as in any as any other race. We're just incapable of being accountable for our actions. We're incapable of doing it. So just give us our way or somebody else is racist. That is insulting to imply that I can't do it. I can't be an upstanding human being. I can't be compliant. I can't not be a criminal. Being black does not equate to criminality, and that needs to stop being implied in these type of incidents where you know this is not the same as no police brutality that was happening in the 60s or even some in the 80s and 90s. This is not the same thing. And it's people who live through those times who will say, yeah, this is not the same thing. This is somebody not compliant. This is somebody who poked his chest out and said, no, I'm not getting back in my car. No, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it my way because he's been emboldened by these people in the media who don't care about if these criminals are trying to kill somebody, have killed somebody, they don't care. If it ain't their relative, they don't care. These celebrities who put their mouths on stuff too. I've never addressed them either. These celebrities need to shut up too. These talk shows need to shut up too. Because y'all genuinely don't care right, about right. somebody killing somebody. Y'all don't care. It's not your family, so it don't affect you. Y'all are selective, like this whole Black Lives Matter stuff, you're selective when Black Lives Matter to you. You're selective. Because y'all don't say, y'all don't say nothing when y'all find out that these goofy people sat up here and stole y'all money and bought $6 million mansions with it. And you believe the lie that somebody did that to further the creativity of y'all community? No. They did that to, to on some fraudulent <laughs> stuff, but y'all took yeah, money I... to them and y'all mad because we holding people accountable, criminals accountable. So this was another incident where, you know, you you enable criminality and this is what you have. And once y'all watch this on video, y'all still want to find a way to make it about race. Y'all make it about race. Everybody not making it about race. Y'all making it about race. 
and y'all dismiss his behavior once again. Yeah, Wadi, you hit it right on the head, man. Uh, both of you guys did. I mean, the, the, the thing is, we're not addressing – He's everybody got a part to play. Everybody have a part to play. Uh, the young man's name is, was uh, named Patrick uh, Laoya. Mm-hmm. I know he's from, from Congo. He's a Congo uh, native, 26-year-old. He has, is a father of two. Okay. Now, for me, you got to look at the totality of the circumstances. You got to look at the whole picture. You can't take any parts out or you won't, you won't have the, the full picture. Like if you look at uh, uh, artists like Michelangelo and, 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 and he did a piece. If, 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 a, if that portrait is missing, you don't have the full piece and you can't, you can't see it because it's not done. So you got you to gotta look at this whole thing in entirely. So that's why we're here and we want to kind of educate we want to educate the uh, the public on why this to me, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be fine. He's going to be justified in his uh, in his actions. The thing is, you heard the you heard I, we played the, the 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 tape. The officer stopped. Let me let me paint the picture. The officer stopped, you know, uh, Patrick, because the plates on his car doesn't match the car he's driving. So what means, let's say you have a plate and law enforcement run it. Now, if you're driving a, a Monte Carlo and it come back to a trailblazer, then there, there's a problem because the plates don't match, match the car. Now, in our eyes, in our mind, a whole bunch of stuff could be thinking in our heads. The car could be stolen. Either you have a warrant. Uh, it's, something, it's something that's not right because no reasonable person is going to put plates on the car that don't match. So some that that right there, He's justified in stopping uh, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, another thing, people, we do not want you to do, and that's get out the car before the officer instructs you to. Because the traffic the traffic stop is one of the most deadliest stops an officer can make. A lot mm-hmm. of officers lost their lives and got injured on traffic stops. So that's why it's very important that you stay in the car, keep your hands where the officer can see them. You know, not only it's for your safety, but also for the officer's safety as well. Okay. But Patrick didn't. He got out the car. So that's when you heard the officer say, get back in the car. Well, at this point, I wouldn't even tell him, get back in the car. But let me see your hands. But, you know, because you also got to be mindful. There's a passenger, too. Mm-hmm. So so that that's that scene is, is a little, little messed up. We'll get into the officer's actions later. But for right now, we're talking about Patrick. Okay. Guys, I don't know how many times we stopped a person and we know that person don't have license by them hemming and humming. Because Patrick was doing all, he was doing, he was doing that dance. The officer said, let me see your license. Is it where your license? He kept saying, what, what you stopped me for? We didn't went past. We, we already told you that. We stopped you because your place don't match. He kept saying, what I do? Like, where's your license? In the car. He, cl- he opened up the door. Cl- you know, he had no license. I tell, I tell people all the time, listen. Just don't lie to me. If you don't have license, you don't have license. Just so don't tell me you do, and then I'm sitting up here like waiting 10 minutes. Because if you have license, it, it'll take no time for you to, to go get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then dude tried to do <laughs> Then buddy tried to skip off like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do a disappearing act. And, you know, dude was resisting. Now, now here's the thing. You heard all that, that breathing. The officer was tired. He was wrestling for a minute. Now, if you're not trained or conditioned, like why they will tell you, if you're not trained and conditioned, 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds can be a, a lifetime. You're huffing and puffing, you're by yourself, adrenaline's going, you're gassing. The officer, the officer tried to take the taser, he took his taser out. Uh, Patrick ended up grabbing the taser. He was taking the taser away from him. The officer didn't have no fight left in him, so he did what he had to do because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he might, you know, they might try to bring up charges and then court all this going to play out. And then one thing I tell people, it's hard to kind of level out somebody's uh, inferior to life level. Wadi, Holiday, and Jules, myself, we all have different uh, levels as far as what, what, what's, you know, fearful or not. Now, a lot of cats I talked to said, they wouldn't have no problem uh, 
with what uh, in that situation. If you put them in that situation, they had no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have to shoot uh, Patrick, and that's fair. But there are some people who's not trained or not strong enough or don't have the the discipline or the stamina or whatever the case may be, and they will have to put, you know, they will have to do what they have to do because they're in fear for their life. So you can't get that. That's the thing with this whole thing. People, I think, is that's missing that people that's not on the job that that's missing. You can't gauge an officer's a threat level. You can't you can't say, oh no, he wasn't scared. How can you say that he wasn't scared? That's not you. You can't you can't gauge it. You can't you can't tell. You can't say that. So when 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 I'm pretty sure the officer says he's in fear for life because he's taking the taser. If you take the taser from an officer, like Wadi and Halle's both said eloquently, turn around and use it against you. You deca- you you incapacitate. He can take your firearm. He already showing you he already showing you behavior that he's not he's not listening to your verbal command. The officer gave Command all the way to the end. Stop resisting. Don't take my taste. Stop taking my taste. Stop it. You know, you know, he called for backup. He needed help. He was breathing uh heavily. He was gassed. You can hear you can hear it on the you can hear it on the um on the thing. He he had no he had no more fight in him. So when you put all that in when you put all that that picture in place, all that together. It's gonna be hard to convict this man if if it goes to trial. If he gets, you know, if they want to bring charges and, you know, it's it's gonna be hard because he's sitting up there, he's by himself, he's fighting, dudes fighting, you know, he's resisting, he's grabbing the taser, and you know, officer do had to do. Now, now, what we want to tell people is what the politicians not saying is what the athletes and and actresses and and actors are not saying some of them what the what the tv personnel personalities are not saying what don lemon and everybody else what they're not saying we want to say you must comply to the officer's command you must comply because we see too many times of these young boys and uh, 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 uh old men or whatever the case may be getting gunned down for stupid stuff all this is was some tickets. All something else was 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 just it's a misdemeanor. Or if you did get caught doing something stupid, it was a felony. Or whatever, you know, you you handle it. But anything is better than you being not on this world. Mm-hmm. So the main thing we want to tell people, and that's why we're talking about this 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 this, this shooting in, in particular, is because it's time for people to just need to hear you got to comply. You just have to comply. Stop fighting with the officers. You have to comply. You can't fight the officer. The only way to fight police officers is in a controlled setting. Controlled settings is like a court, of, you know, you have in court. That's the only time you can fight. You can't do no fist fight or you, you're not complying to the officer command while on the street. Because we see in many a times it's not ending well. So, all right. That being said, now let's talk about, I don't know the officer's name. I don't think they released his name yet. I don't believe so. But let's talk about the officer's tactic, because it was some it was some things that the officer could have done differently. Uh, uh, Holiday or or Miss Waddy, I don't know if you, I know you got you know like I said, no, we guys watch it. When you, what what else could the officer have done? We'll 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 say this because here's the thing: we learn by other officer, uh, by other instances that officers been in, by other situations. You you guys look at the video. What 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 the takeaway? What you guys learned on this video? Where okay, what what could he have done differently? Well, you know, he could have. First of all, he, he should have called back up earlier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you don't want you, when you feel like we was talking about earlier with the feeling. You can feel something's gonna go down. Right, right. You can you kind of feel it. Um, we're. I'm not a big fan of wrestling somebody's soul it, it right. can go so many ways especially you got a passion you get somebody in the passenger seat too exactly he got out the car he got out the car so you got to keep in mind of that too so there's another guy there um this dude wasn't compliant because you know you got them people like oh you should have just let him go and you know the car is there you know you could have just hey you just impound the car 
Mm-hmm. You sitting here, you know, um, or shoot, all right. Let's just say, buddy, do walk off. Hey, you got a passenger? Hey, I. What's going on? Whose car is this? What you know? I'll I'll, I'll get him. Okay. Uh, I because he seemed more compliant. I mean, I shouldn't say compliant because he didn't really have no commands, but um, because if I'm not mistaken, because he just sat there and filmed it, right? Right. Yeah, he, he filmed it on, on his phone. Yeah, he just pretty much sat there. But my main thing would have been, um, I would have called back up for sure. Mm-hmm. Called back up, try to keep talking to him. Um. You know, try my best to hold him. Um, if if I don't want him to escape, try my best to hold him. Talk to him. Let's just say I decided to put hands on him. You know, uh, hold him down. Uh, hopefully, uh, backup will arrive soon. Um. Those pretty much probably some tactics I would have done. Okay. Okay. Um, how about how about how about deploying that taser while he up on you close like that? What about that? That that was a mistake, right? Yeah, like you you are trained to do what's that seven? Yeah, seven they think shoot they shoot I think that thing is shoot up to twelve feet, I think. Yeah, seven to twelve. Seven to twelve feet. Uh, He's, well, he, they, he well, tried they to... say that's a they say that's a good distance, seven to twelve or seven okay. to fifteen. Whatever the case may be, um, I don't know why officers. Okay. Now that's one thing I don't understand why officers like to pull a a weapon that's used for range up close. I, I never got that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you kind of want to utilize use utilize it correctly. Like, right, right. Like that's like okay. Everybody say, oh, a gun would be the, be the knife, but you know, up close. Depending on no, dude, it's a hey, speak that. Hey, speak say, that. Because I love them people to be like, oh good, I'll just pull and shoot. I said, motherfucker, you don't know how fast a knife can get to you, boy. And if you, you up close, right? You up close, so you can knock a you can knock a, a gun from pointing at you. But a knife, it can sli- slice you, stab you. Right. So if people be using these range weapons up close, I don't get that shit. But you know, right. that, that, you know. Uh, shoot, I'd rather, me personally, I'd rather wrestle with him, hold him down until police arrive. Until backup good? Yeah. Okay. Versus that's fair. pulling a, and that's fair. pulling because he wouldn't have had the weapon if he didn't pull it out. Right. Right. And that's fair. Uh, that's that's why I, I'm glad we're talking about this and people are going to listen and learn. Every officer, the one thing is every officer is different. We will all handle that a different way. But, but you you know the question is would uh, you know when people say well was it justified or not it's that's an interpretation on on that officer right there that officer was presented this this question and that's how he answered that's how he answered we're gonna answer this question a different way but with that happening we can learn and look at this and learn okay. What we won't do, we won't pull the taser out if, if the if the subject or the offender is close up on us like that. That's what that's what we'll take away from this. Now, for the for a law for for the community, the community members, community members need to take away. Listen, you can't fight with the police officer. That's what you need to learn. Don't just listen to the uh, verbal commands. Listen to the officer's command and, and just comply. Don't fight with the officers. You know that that's what the 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 the, the, the civilians should learn from this. Law enforcement, we should learn not to pull our tails out that's close. Call for backup when you see more heads in the car. You know, uh, I'm not sure if he ran a, uh, I know he ran a plate, but, you know, if it come, you know, he came back to a different car, you know, well, you know, at the, at that time, radio will say, hey, um, here's the direction, here's the uh, the street and uh, place I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, like how they say, he, he would have held him down until backup arrived. Now, I, I can't wait to get Miss Waddy up in here because, you know, she's like a she's like the twelfth degree black belt of of everything, you know. So I would like to get her 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 her, her opinion on what what she what she would have done. 
uh, similar to holidays, I would just say, should have called back up a long time ago. Because I was just wondering, I'm like, I'm like, do he got a partner? So I'm like, well, he, you know, so I'm like, you should have called back up. And yeah, with the deploying of a taser to the person too closely, I wouldn't have done that. Give him that tactical distance and then deploy that taser. I feel like that would have been more effective. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, for me, I think I'm pretty much we all on the same, 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 same page here. Hey, my bro. Hey, do need to get in the gym. Do need to get in the gym. I would say I was having this discussion with a uh, with a group of us when this came out. My partner, the bull, and you know the the almighty eight eight twenty three, uh, the Sandman, and the, uh, the big old, you know twenty three bull. Yeah, we you know we sit around in a circle and we we talked about this and I know we've getting a lot of training. We have the consent decree here, and we they want us to, you know, tap into the to the criminals' feelings and understanding and all that stuff. Kumbaya with them, okay. But to me, the main a, a real training that police in general need all over have to be some some type of fighting, some type of CQC, close quarter combat training. That I say is very is paramount. It's very important because we're gonna be dealing with people who's gonna be more now than ever because now they emboldened. They're gonna be fighting more now than ever. You know, if my man was trained and he if he was conditioned, that boy he he wouldn't have had a chance because he would put some holds on him or uh, pressure points or or some some arm bars, some locks or something. Whatever the case may be, he would inflict pain on the way he's going to tap out. He had to worry about taking the taser out and, you know, doing other things. He would have he would have grabbed dude, snatched him, put him on the ground, put a knee, put a knee on his shoulder blade, not the back. I know, you know, people want to say he put a knee on his back, on his shoulder blade where he can't move and wait till, like you say, uh, you give him command, give me your arm where you can put him in cuffs or wait until backup arrive and then the uh, assistant unit can come and help him, him cuff him up. Other than that, I, 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 I really don't. We are we hit all the marks. Call for assist car. Do get out the car. Don't I mean I, at this at this stage again? You come out and you can draw your gun on them. Tell them to stay there until backup arrive. Give him ver- give him commands. Take pick uh put his hands up. Raise up his shirt. Turn the circle. Make sure you have no weapons. And just stay there until a backup arrive. I would never pull pull my taser out. I'm close to him, you know. So, those are some of the things that, uh, you know, when we look at this, we we got to take away and learn from. It's like why he says, an unfortunate situation. Somebody lost their lives. It could have been avoided if dude would just comply. But it happens. So now we got to learn from from this. Learn from this incident. And I don't know. I mean, that's that's all I got. I, I mean, the only thing I, I only thing I just have to say is, man, man, we've seen too many of these uh, unfortunate shootings, and and we really need the community members to kind of to 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 comply with the officers. It's too much div- uh, division is that's going on in this world by the media and politicians and everybody else. They saying everything but comply. Um, and officers, if if you're able to, you know, you're justified. We're justified in doing a lot of things, and justifying and 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 what's necessary is too different. So it's like, let's kind of let's kind of be sharp out there when we, when we handling so many situations and we can avoid things and make the job easier. Let's do it that way. Because you know, we live in a time where we're not being back right now by some of these politicians and some of the people in the community. And uh, we all, we got each men and women in blue, we got each other. That's all we have right now. And we need to make sure that we're going home and our partners going home to our loved ones and not, you know, yeah. if there's a situation happen that we're not worried about 
somebody's losing their job or somebody's getting fired or somebody's doing jail time because they're out there doing their jobs. So let's if we can do if we can do it safely and in and, and, and a smart way, let's let's do it that way. You guys, you guys got anything else? No, that's it for me. Oh, holiday, you got anything else, Cat Daddy? We're decent. We're decent. Okay. It's just, um, only thing is, and it would have been totally justified, but um, I'm surprised he didn't use any strike methods. It, it do. Because that goes I mean, to show I, you I, that. Right. The truth is, the truth is, he didn't want to because of today's society with this media. Because if it show him, because we are trained to, to disoriented, yeah, our opponent, right. uh, stunning uh, techniques, right? Yeah, but he didn't use utilize that not once. So it, so Holly, I'm glad you bring that up. So it go, that's why I'm saying that it goes to show you. Maybe my man didn't know. Maybe my man never been in a fight before, and that mm. happens. You have a lot of officers that's getting on a job. They've never been in a fight before. They've never been yeah. in the type, any type of confrontation. So when you mentioned the uh, Miss Martial Arts and on the, the close quarter combat, I'm like, man, actually we are justified to do that. The ones we're taught, of course, we can't use everything because right. right. it got to be uh, everything we do from weapons to hands to anything is certified training. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't use it. But then again, like you said, that's probably his first time ever fight. Right, that's probably his first time he ever been in some some type of squabble, and he just because the mind always re revert back to the memory, what mm -hmm. you've been training to do. That's yep. the thing. So when you see officer, you know, do a chokehold or 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 not throwing not throwing a punch or a kick or whatever the case may be they, they never been I, I i'm just speaking it you know they probably had never been in in type of a situation where they had to fight so that's why that's why i'm saying it's very important to get some type of training you don't need to be you don't need to be a, you don't need to be the, the the baddest man on the planet baddest man or the female on the block just some type of technique that's all yeah. yeah, that's all. You know, so man, I yeah. think this is a, yeah. I mean, I hey, listen, I, 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 it's unfortunate that this happened, but I, I believe we share some light on what, uh, uh, for the people who don't think this is justifiable, I think we, you know, just shared a little, little insight on. Okay, it's pop. You know, this for the ones who think it's not justifiable. Like, okay, I see what <laughs> the guys are talking about. If you take everything in totality of the circumstances. My man was gas, and he felt like they was gonna take the taser and incapacitate him. But then, what, what do the officers officer have? He have his firearm. We can't leave that. We can't leave it up to chance. So, but then we also talked about the actions of the officer. What could he he have done differently? So I think it was a good balance all around, people. Yep. Man, so uh, man, I, I, that's the show for that's the show for today. But we really want to know what you guys think. Don't just listen to this and just, you know, all oh, these guys are full of crap or, yeah, I feel you. Man, let us know what you think. Justify it or not. What would you have done differently? Would you have not? Or would you have done the same? I mean, you know, let us know. You just always hit us up at Black and Blue Bank or our podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate you guys for listening to us. And remember, guys, Wadi, Holiday, everybody else, and men and women in blue, I want you guys to be nice until it's time not to be nice. And for our civilians, we love you guys. We want you guys to go home safe to your loved ones. So, you know, be vigilant out there. And if you see something, say something, I guess. <laughs> and that's the show. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the announcer, Blue Cape Award winner. So, Holiday, who's getting the award today? Today's Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than Medford Police Officers. Medford Police Officers responded to Ship Avenue for reports of a person in the water. Shortly before 9.40 p.m., one of the Medford Officers observed a person floating in the middle of the river. That officer jumped into the water to pull the person to safety. 
other metaphor police officers assist the officers that jumped in and helped bring the person to the bank of the river. The team was taken to Mass General Hospital for observations. Due to the quick actions of these officers, a life was saved. And we congratulate you all for being our Black Cape Award winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you if you have any questions, comments, or you just want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority, the police.